Hi, welcome back to Pat and Nick. We're doing another episode of our podcast that is named right now The Tunisius Experience. Uh, you weigh in, let us know if you like it or if you have a better suggestion. If you don't like it, let us know. We're fine with that. Right, we're good with uh, you know opinions of all varying degrees. If you have something better, we're more than open. So, our second episode, we are going to stay in the realm of film. We're going to talk about our three favorite characters in the X-Men franchise universe, both the uh, you know, Patrick Stewart kind of line, as well as the James McAvoy past characters. Uh, we have Neither of us have seen the newest movie, so we won't be commenting on X-Men that. X-Men Apocalypse. But we are just going to be talking about our, our favorite characters in that franchise. Uh, there's a lot of good ones. Uh, you have people who played... You have you know multiple it's, actors it's, who played the same character, um, and I think we actually might disagree on one of those cases in particular. Um, so yeah, it's a it's topic rife for discussion. Ripe for discussion. What did I say? Rife. That might be right. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe ripe for discussion. We are going to be discussing it, and it has been you know an ample spring here in the Los Angeles Valley. So. Um, yeah, the X-Men movie. I love the X-Men comic books. They are absolutely fabulous. I think they appeal to many, many people, all people, because of the nature of the X-Men themselves. They're all misfits. They all have different powers, different abilities, different backgrounds. Um, yeah, the movies are awesome. I remember going to see the first one back when it came out down in the AMC 24. Hamilton? Not the musical, just where we grew up. Alexander Hamilton. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I do agree. The, the movies are great, for the most part. I was not a big fan of The Last Stand, but, you know, I liked most of the offshoots. Uh, the Wolverine was good. But anyway, uh, we're talking about specific characters. Uh, so I'll lead us off again today. One of my favorite characters uh, is Mystique, played by Rebecca Romaine. Uh, I didn't really like the, the blue naked makeup stuff that they did. I could care less, honestly, but I think... Uh, Why didn't you like it? I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know. I think it's mostly because it's selling sex, and I thought it was kind of like a cheesy move. They could have just made her sexy and dressed her in clothes. Uh, so that's just I, a personal I think, thing. I think they did it because she, because she can change into anything, and they've established in the movies that she can alter her appearance to include clothes. I think if she was wearing something that wasn't part of her body, they'd be like, well, what happened to her white tunic or what happened to you know her black leather outfit or whatever they might have put her in. Um, because she can just she likes to be in her natural form because she could always put on clothes if she changed into a police officer or... Dustin Hoffman, whomever. (laughs) Dustin Hoffman, right. I do like that they touched on that, though. You know, I think there was a line where somebody says to her, if you could look like anybody, I think it's Nightcrawler says it. He's like, if you can look like anybody else, why don't you? And she's like, well, why should I have to hide who I am? And I thought that was a great line. Yeah. Um, that's part of her character. That's, that's, yeah. that's why she's an awesome character. Yeah, I, I do agree. I just I felt like they kind of... I mean, that was in X2, so it took a movie and a half for them to explain that? It doesn't matter. See, they don't have to explain it because she's confident from the, from the get-go. You like her from the get-go because she's capable. She's mm-hmm. always kicking people's asses. She's always morphing into somebody and infiltrating whatever compound to get files and this and that. So they've established that she's confident with herself within herself and her abilities and 
you find out later she's very old, so she's been doing this for a long time, but I, I don't think they needed to develop that until the second movie because they've already established that she's quite capable and quite powerful. Yeah, they did a great job of writing that character, I feel like, and that's why I liked Rebecca Romaine. She was very confident. Like she kicked ass and she, even when she, she was just off. even when she was just walking around, standing, talking to people, even in like her blue you know, naked makeup, she was like the strongest person in the room. I'm so confused by your hatred of the blue nose. I never gave it two thoughts. I was like, it makes it makes sense to me. Well, after a while, I stopped caring because they kind of touched on the story of like, yeah, she's very confident. Like, she doesn't care. I originally just had like a, I don't know, maybe I'm a prude, but like sometimes when it's like obvious, yeah, we're like I, selling sex. I'm like, ugh. I don't think it's sexualized. I don't. I don't think it's been sexualized once, even from the beginning. Maybe, maybe deep in the recesses, people thought, oh, well, it'll be good. But I never looked at it like, oh man, bigger man. You know, I and I was the target audience then, so. Well, that's good. I mean, you're taking a positive away from it, and I'm... I was just looking at the performance. Yeah, I mean, Rebecca Romaine did a great job, and... She did. I can't really say that I've seen her in much else, but she was good in the X-Men movies. Yeah, uh, you know, I don't really know much of her career. Rebecca Romaine O'Connell. Oh, yeah, she married Jerry O'Connell, right? She did. From uh, Stand By Me. Stand By Me. little kid. Sliders and... I used to like that show. I never saw that show. I know John <clears throat> John Reese Davies was in it. Right. You know that show had and again, we do some asides here. That show had really good ideas. Um, that just didn't quite have the right actors and didn't really have the budget. Wow. Like, Jerry, Jerry O'Connell's not the right actor. I mean, I got nothing against the guy. I don't either. But I don't know. It just I think John Samuels is still doing pretty good for himself, too. <laughs> right. I mean, the <laughs> finest wine right there. Whew. An aside on an aside. Three asides. Back to my first pick, which I'm going to agree with you wholeheartedly. It's um, Rebecca Romaine as Mystique. I just love the character. I thought she was the most well-developed from the first movie because I don't believe... Um, Storm, Halle Berry Storm ever developed. Uh, Patrick Stewart's ex, you know, Professor X is, is pretty developed. Wolverine, I think, just, you know, was the, the star of that movie by far. Um, even more so than Cyclops and some other protagonists, I feel that they really put a lot of effort into Mystique and in establishing that she's just cunning and, you know, good enough to be Magneto's right-hand man without being a Starscream-type, you know, jester right-hand man, you know? I like your Transformers toss like in there like of uh, Starscream. Yeah, you know, you know. Um, but she she did a great job. I loved her in those first two movies. The third movie, they killed her off, which you know, I don't know why they did that. Oh, they yeah. took away her power. Oh, that's what they did. She got shot with that's, one of those yeah, darts. Darn. I'm sorry, my dear. But then the end of that movie, Magneto gets his powers back, so you assume she gets her <sighs> powers back. That's, that's just a dumpster fire, that movie. Um, yeah. <laughs> But she was in it, and, and you know, yep. I'm sure she did a great job compared to anything else. Maybe Kelsey Grammer aside, he was another bright spot of that that movie. But I think I think maybe his his performance is overstated because the movie was just so bad, and he was he was pretty good in it. He was good as Beast, right? He was good compared to the rest of the movie. Yeah, you didn't see how old he was with all that makeup. Oh, snark. Uh, so we're in agreement about our first. Yeah, agreement. number one is is That's our total, first agreement. Total actually. agreement. I know. I was. Uh, I was surprised too, but I was right there. I, I really I thought about it, and all the other ones are kind of either give me's or just don't give me. <laughs> right. Uh, so I'll move on then. Uh, my second favorite would have to be Michael Fassbender as Magneto. 
Wow. Uh, I think he did a better job of showing the younger, kick-ass side of Magneto. Though, in the comic books, I know he's an older character, yeah, you know, but he kicks ass. He does kick ass, but I don't think that my second choice, Sir Ian McKellen as Magneto, um, kicked any less ass. Let's let's talk about this, because I love Michael Fassbender. He's awesome as Magneto. He's doing a great job, but I think the... The, the gravitas of Ian McKellen as Magneto really adds to the power of the character. I, Michael Fassbender is a fantastic actor, and he, he does no wrong as Magneto or basically in anything else, but he is not as good as Magneto. I love Ian McKellen. He's great. You uh, homo sapiens and your guns. <laughs> You're going to hear a lot of those, folks. Um, but he is not imposing. And not to say that Michael Fassbender is necessarily a huge, imposing man, but I think he showed the physicality better of being able to kick ass. Like, Ian McKellen had the gravitas, and he, but he, he stood there, and he waved his hands. Fassbender and has up. rage face. I'll give you that. I mean, he's like, yeah, I kill You know, he's got rage face. He's a very intense actor. He is. Um, I can't say that it's more foreboding he seems less he, he seems a little more unhinged than Ian McKellen mm-hmm. but Magneto never really seems too unhinged like M- Magneto going unhinged is when people are like oh man because he's always so in control he's always debonair he's always just you know willing to discuss things or willing to throw needles in your face or whatever from two miles away I think that they did a really good That's job. actual of distance. <laughs> two miles. I can throw him from two miles. Not two point one. Two point one is too far. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I think they did a great job with the Fastbender Magneto showing him having those, like, the that rage. Yeah. But then his choice to kind of become a bad guy. Because he's a, he's a good guy in the, in the first uh, X-Men uh, like prequel, well, but movie. I mean, he always starts as a good guy. You know, as a child, he was a good guy. You know, right? So you see what this guy has been through, and you know, his choices to go. All right, now I'm going to be a bad person, and I'm, this is worth it for my moral code. I think they touched on that. So you see the evolution of how Magneto kind of became a little bit more in control because he knew he needed to use his power, you know, over just being pissed off and trying to kill people. Yeah. Um, so, not, and not to put down McKe- uh, Ian McKellen's Magneto, I just think the Fassbender Magneto touched on a few I, more. I also think that Ian McKellen, as, as Magneto, he's also at the same time Gandalf at the same time. I think, I don't... You mean literal same time when the movies are being made? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think that... I think he seamlessly gets into both of those. I don't look at Ian McKellen and say, oh, he's Magneto. I don't look at him and say, oh, he's Gandalf. Um, Not that that has anything to do with Michael Fassbender's performance, but I think that Ian McKellen just killing it as Magneto um, doesn't distract from the fact that he's also, you know, Gandalf and other people, too. He's in in another movie, right, as a main character? I mean, Uh, obviously, he's in another another movie as a main character. No, he's got franchises that he's attached to. Oh, yeah, because he has... There's a famous picture on the internet, folks, of uh, Ian McKellen wearing this bright red shirt and says, I'm Gandalf and Magneto. Deal with it. And there might be one other that we're forgetting. But then, in response, I think, Harrison... Why would people not deal with it? I don't know. That was the whole point. So it was just like, in your face, like, I'm I'm Gandalf and Magneto, probably because... 
he's also known a gay man, so maybe he was just like, deal with it on these famous characters, and I happen to be gay. Oh, who cares? Yeah, who cares, really? But then Harrison Ford had a bright red shirt that said, I'm Han Solo, Indiana Jones, and Blade Runner. Deal with it. And I just thought wow. that was pretty funny. Wow. Harrison Ford, he, uh... That's someone we should talk about soon. We should, but that's a podcast for another day. Uh, let's I don't know. Get I don't to... know. We should talk about him soon. Okay, we can do that <clears> soon. Uh... Your my third, third, your third pick. My Are third we done pick. with the McKellen Fassbender? I just, I think we touched on everything. Ugh. I mean, we both like both of their portrayals. We just like some for different reasons. I just think, I think if you take Fassbender out of that role and put someone else, maybe like, I'm not necessarily Tom Hardy. Maybe Daniel Craig in that role. I think it has a different, different. Hmm. Those are pretty good actors that I, I could see pulling that Daniel off. Craig but you could the, always find another, you know, Ian McKellen he, type also, of actor. He also doesn't have to be British. He, you know, I, no, I think it's, the precedent has been set that Ian McKellen's British and Fassbender's Welsh, British um, from there. Um, In the comic books, he's not British, though, right? I don't believe so. He's Polish. I've he, heard he has like other different he's, names. He's a Polish Jew, so he's he's from Poland, you know, in the comic books. So. But like, yeah, in the comic books, at least. The ones I've read, his name changes sometimes. And then in the movie, it's something different. Because um, it, it wasn't his name Magnus, Magnus at one point? Magnus at some point. I don't, know if they, I don't know if they retconned those things. It's hard to keep, especially the X-Men, hard to keep all that in track because there's flash-forwards and flashbacks. Even within the movies, what is there, only seven movies? It's hard to keep all which timeline, who is from, and this and that. And right. Uh, <clears> so, yeah, I think we touched on yeah, Magneto. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Uh, my sense. third... I'm actually kind of debating, and I'm going to switch at the last minute. Wow. Last minute decision. Surprise decision. Last minute decision. (laughs) I got to go with Hugh Jackman because he carries those movies in a lot of ways. Mainly because so much of the movie is based on him. He's in a lot of them. He's in most of those movies. And he's constantly good. He's the protagonist of all the movies, I would say. If if he was the main... He had two standalone movies. He has a special appearance in this movie. He has an appearance in every movie. But, like, he, he has, like, no plot line in this movie, apparently, but he just makes an appearance, or maybe they force it in. Oh, you mean the new movie? Yeah. Well, I, I don't... You know, the new movies, that's, that's another another topic altogether, but I think Hugh Jackman as Wolverine is, he's awesome. He's great. Uh, you know, I mean, he just, there's no reason not to like him, and that's what I keep coming back to, because my other, uh, let me be honest, the other it's, idea it's I had... kind of like a gimme, like I was saying before, like Patrick Stewart is not on my list, not on your list either. Is Patrick Stewart not a great performance? Is he not perfect as Professor X? But it's also kind of like a gimme role. Like, they were talking about Patrick Stewart from the day he signed on to play Captain McCardo. He should be Professor X, Professor X. He's always... So, he had the role before they even decided to make a movie about him. So <laughs> Just because he's bald and I mean, British. exactly. Uh, Professor X. So, uh, go, X-Men. Um, <laughs> I just... I think that it's kind of a gimme role for Hugh Jackman. Maybe at, maybe the first. I'll give it the first. If you want to go X-Men, the original, the 2000 hit, the blockbuster hit, if you say Hugh Jackman from that movie, I will agree with you because who was Hugh Jackman before that movie? Since then, it's what is he doing besides Wolverine, which is he's done a ton of stuff. Yeah, but you're kind of judging he's really he's really Hugh awesome. Jackman's career more than you are how he plays Wolverine. 
But everyone else, Sir, Sir Ian McKellen, Halle Berry, Famke Jensen, uh, the guy who played Scott James Marsden, mm-hmm. and Patrick Stewart, Rebecca Romaine, they were all bigger stars than Hugh Jackman when that movie came out for him being Wolverine. And, you know, he is, you meet him in the beginning, then he's in the mansion, then you follow him around here, then he goes to the train station. He's kind of the main character, along with Anna Paquin, in that first movie, and he was a nobody. So I think that's why you got to look at it like, well, he killed it. It's, It's From every time on, it's just how more crazy and berserk can he be and how much more, like, poundage can he lose. Like, man is like veins everywhere yeah it was a little gross actually in uh days of future past i was like dude you gotta like take a day off he was huge um huge jack (laughs) so he impressed you in the first movie and after that it was just kind of like oh same old same old no he always impressed me and it's not same old same old but how far can you go with wolverine there's only so much you can do even in his comic book history there's only so much you can do like He's crazy, he's invincible, he's a badass, he does what he wants. Grr, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, he's an awesome character, and Hugh Jackman portrays him awesomely. I'd love to see who they're gonna dig out next for Wolverine. They're gonna have to they're gonna have to come up with someone soon for someone who doesn't age and Right. Mm. Okay, so how about your third? Does Hugh Jackman have a son? <laughs> yes he does, actually. Is he coming along? I don't know. I think he's like <clears throat> ten. The origin movie. <laughs> Starring Hugh Jackman Jr., H.J.J. He's going to be in, like, Tiger Beat and all this other stuff. (laughs) All right, let's get to your third one. My third one is Alan Cumming from X2. Alan Cumming, O.B.E. I think he did a fantastic job as Nightcrawler in that movie. The opening scene still stands as one of the best sequences in maybe a comic book movie, I would say. It's just so awesome what he did. Especially for being a one-off character. He didn't appear in any other X-Men movie before or after, as, you know, Alan Cumming didn't. Nightcrawler is in the new one, I know. Um, He just did a great job. He brought humor. He brought just character and... What is the word I am looking for? I'm searching for a word. Uh, You really... Empathy. Empathy is the word I'm looking for. You really really felt for him in his plate, and he he brought it down to earth for being such an off-putting visual character. People like, oh, he's got tattoos and he's blue. Especially people who didn't know the character beforehand, before going into the movie. Yeah, he he was kind of victimized and taken advantage of because of his mutant abilities, so you instantly felt bad for him. But, I mean, like you said, at the top of the movie, that great opening... Um, you know, he kicks ass, and you're, like, scared of him. You're like, oh, my God, who's this? But, you know, they, they built him in a, into a very human character, which was awesome. He was great. And uh, Nightcrawler was always one of my favorites. I oh, in the I, comic books, definitely. Yeah, like, he was just so cool. They, they made him a very human character to uh, offset the fact that he was so unhuman in his appearance. Yeah, in, like, inhuman he, in he was appearance. always... I remember more from the X-Men cartoon, um, but he was, you know, kind of funny... I like that he was foreign. I like foreign mutants for some reason, because it's like, oh, yeah, they're all over. Foreign mutants. <laughs> foreign mutants. <laughs> Our top three foreign mutants. Well, they did that on purpose with, with the second the second wave of X-Men. Storm is from Africa, Nightcrawler's from Germany, Colossus is from Russia, Wolverine's from Canada. Right, which pisses me off that they never used a Russian... Uh, they do in Deadpool. They do in Deadpool, but not in the other four movies well, he was in. Well, he was barely in a lot of those. Like, X2, he he, he steals up 
and you know, I can help you. I mean, you can just pretend in your head like I do. Like I just think he's Russian because I know he's Russian, so I don't care what what the, the <laughs> just, guy. Just Seriously. pretend you're watching a better movie. I'm, I'm telling you, I do that with the Spider-Man movies too. I just imagine that my version of Peter Parker is the Spider-Man, and it's like eh, that makes it a little more bearable. Bearable. <laughs> He was awesome in the Civil War movie. That was that was really fun what they did there. I just don't understand why we can't all get along and just make an awesome comic book movie with all the X Men and Avengers. Can you imagine like an Avengers X Men Fantastic Four movie where they're fighting like Galactus, like a real Galactus instead of a space worm or something? I, we're going off on another ta- tangent here, but I'm just saying like a real. Well, this goes back to our discussion about the science fiction genre superhero stuff. I mean, these movies are. Good. They're entertaining, but they're what X Men movies are just the just new the, the new wave of superhero, uh, you know, sci fi. There's movies. a lot. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. They're everywhere. Well, because there's like the the teen convergence movies and, and those uh, franchises, right? Too, which I'm not Games. really. Yeah, I'm not familiar with those. But th- that's another offshoot of this is the, f- the fantasy one too from the Harry Potter frick craze and the new Game of Thrones craze is the fantasy sci-fi it's, it's splitting off into a lot of different things most of the th- those things aren't that quality but but it goes back to but these are the double A movies these Civil Wars and the X-Men movies and if they're not doing good then you know, something's bad. I mean, the movies themselves are grossing money, and that's all people care about. But they're grossing about. money, but I don't, I don't think that's all people care about. I think people are going to start catching on and be like, well, Batman wasn't that good, and X-Men Apocalypse wasn't that good, and maybe maybe Suicide Squad won't be good. I mean, who knows what's going to happen. I have no interest in that movie whatsoever. I don't really either, but it kind of appeals to me more because I like Will Smith. I think he can carry a movie. Oh, don't give me that role. <laughs> give me an eye roll. I think he can carry a movie. Uh, I don't know enough about the characters to be irritated by it. Like, what are they doing to Killer Croc? What are they doing to this? You know, I, I, I'm just interested. I think it'll be more, more like... They're trying to do a Guardians of the Galaxy thing for sure. Taking, like, right. the, the C-listers, putting them together in a movie, being like, this is going to be great. But I don't like the way Jared Leto looks. Is the no, that looks terrible. I think it looks really bad. I think Jared Leto's a good actor, too. Yeah, but I, I think the, the, the costume character awesome. design is terrible. Uh, what I heard is that he might be, uh, what was the second Robin? Todd? Todd? Jason, Jason, Jason Todd. Jason Todd. I, I heard they're doing that I, kind of I had heard about that, too. Who knows what they're going to do with these movies. It's, it's a wait-and-see approach I'm taking. Even with the Black Panther movie upcoming and the second Ant-Man movie. Um, anyway, tangent uh, aside. We right, should, we need to compare and try and come up with the three best characters uh, I think objectively. It's the, the, the best performances. Best performances, yeah. Because characters, I think, is easier than performances. Well, should we throw in Rebecca Romain? Because we both agreed uh, she was one of our favorites. But she doesn't really carry the early movies all that much. She's kind of a bit character. I don't think she's a big character. I just think she's a secondary character. And if you were going to look at it, you we would have to take into account um, Mystique as Jennifer Lawrence Jennifer Lawrence as Mystique right and you don't care for her as much I just I think it's like a insert actress here type type performance mm, okay I, th- I think you know Scarlett Johansson could have done the same exact thing as Mystique the same exact thing and why couldn't she you know right um I think I think a lot of people could. I mean, Zoe Dashnell could be Mystique. It'd be kind of odd, right? <laughs> I'm so cute. A big eyed, big eyed, bang wearing Mystique. That'd be crazy, right? This uh, is a war against fashion. 
Sorry, Zoe Chanel, if you're listening. No, she's great. She is great. She's awesome. I uh, love that show. So, anyway. So, we don't agree that Mystique should be in there. Maybe because of some other elements. No. Uh, so... I think I think the overall... I know it's it's tough because of performances versus characters. Because Magneto would be in there as the character. Because both performances by Fassbender and by Ian McKellen are just wonderful. So, we could actually just split one and say, Magneto, both guys were great. Yeah. And just leave it as more Magneto. Yeah, like we haven't mentioned McAvoy at all this entire podcast. I don't care for his performances. You don't care for I, his no. I did mention him. You don't care for his performance as Professor X or just his performance in general. I haven't seen much else of him. What I have seen seems like he kind of does the same like manic thing a little bit. Um, manic's a little strong. Where yeah, manic's a strong. Um, it's not manic. It, I, I don't know. There's a. I guess, like, a cockiness about him that I... Like, there were parts of the Days of Future Past where he was very cocky as, like, the young Charles Xavier, especially when he was walking still. And I was like, is that because he's walking? I don't understand why Charles Xavier is this, like, cocky asshole. Well, and that's it's the A word. Oh, okay. uh, that's That's how he is in the comic books, though, before he... Is he? Well, he's he's... Pretty sure of himself, I'd say, before his paralyzation. Sure. Uh, maybe this is just I don't know enough about the backstory, but... It, uh, you know nothing? Yeah, maybe it's just that, but I just didn't really enjoy his performance as much. I'm not saying he did a bad job, necessarily. It just it didn't do anything for me. And then, you know, you got to leave it at that. Do you think that he, that he is an insert British actor here type performance? And, and maybe. History? Maybe that's a good way to... Like, somebody else could have done that just as well, if not better, in my opinion. I don't know off the top of my head. Who, I liked but. him in first class. I think his performances are starting to grate on me more and more. Um, the first class performance, I think, was his best one. He was fresh. He's so uh, fresh. I, that's what I, th- I think a lot of these two, you can see the fatigue of playing these characters over and over, over, and over gets to some of the... Um, the performances. It's yeah, can you imagine playing Wolverine like what eight times 90, now? Ninety-two times, ninety-two times in fourteen years. Right, and that's why I like the Hugh man, Jackman because he still kicks ass at it. He is he is good. He never phones it in, but I think that's because Hugh Jackman, as the person he is, is just a, a dedicated dude. I think he's. I think he's yeah, he seems like an awesome guy, massively nice guy, and I think he just knows that he's. I think he he recognizes. I don't know. Why am I speaking? I'm not speaking for Hugh Jackman. He's, he's a great guy. He's doing a good job. Right. Um, okay, so we got to come up with three. So we got sort of Magneto played by both characters yeah. as one of the best. I mean, Wolverine, I guess, too. That's why I picked him. Because, I mean, I can always I know, turn to Hugh bad, Jackman huh? and, and be like, we you know what? He a, was great. We need to make an outline next time. <laughs> no, we're doing great. We're doing fine. A, a tree. I need, we need to make a tree with tons of branches. Um, so Wolverine, Magneto, I would agree with both of those. It's hard to envision anyone but Hugh Jackman as uh, Wolverine for this many movies. He does a great job, mm-hmm. and that's what I said. What I said before, it's like he's not one of my favorites because it's kind of a gimme. Which is, it's it's of course Empire Strikes Back is my favorite Star Wars movie. It's a gimme, so you lose appreciation <laughs> for <laughs> that it. That was a weird it's, analogy. It, you, know, you lose appreciation for it because you just are aware it's awesome. So I think once we see who the second Magneto will be, <coughs> Hugh Jackman Jr. Um, I you think, mean Wolverine? You said Magneto. Oh, both of them special. <laughs> um, when Hugh Jackman Jr. comes to pick up the mantle of Wolverine from his father, Hugh Jackman Sr., I think, 
I think we'll we'll see. But Hugh Jackman, I'll, I'll okay. put him on there. Okay, so they're in. Um, I mean, we can think of characters outside of the Not, three number favorites. number three. Um, what happened to your girl Famke Jensen? You were talking. Before. She is great. I do like her a lot. I, she was going to be my pick that I eventually turned yeah. to to Wolverine, but she's great. I thought she she showed the vulnerability of Jean Grey. She kicked ass. I don't know. I think she is insert actress here Man. for... <laughs> just, just do not you know. think highly of these actors and actresses. That's not true at all. That is not true. <laughs> I mean, we just what, spent the last, we just spent the last half hour talking about how great Rebecca Romaine is and how great uh, Wolverine, you know... Uh, but everybody who's not our favorite is like, eh, just whoever. Well, it doesn't I, matter. I think there's a lot of that in there. I think okay. there is... I mean, no one likes Halle Berry's Storm. No one. And we didn't even touch on that. I'm not going to even beat that dead horse because everyone's beaten it to death already you know I just mm-hmm. no one likes Halle Berry's Storm James Marston never really got particular interest for his performance as Cyclops which I think I think that was I, bad writing well it's bad writing and it, it might be Cyclops as the character he's always I mean he in that way he like killed it because Cyclops has always been like blah you yeah know? he's always been like a, a whiny leader guy yeah. he's like guys go do this <laughs> Well, I don't think he's been. He's he has his moments. He definitely has his moments. But I, I do think Famke Jensen and the chemistry between her and Marsden was never there for me. Right. right. Um, but the there kind of wasn't supposed to. But be. the chemistry between her and Hugh Jackman, I don't think, is as much there either. All right. Well, um, we don't have to put her in then. I mean, there's always Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart, I love. I mean, he kicked ass. I love. Oh, sorry, I used the a word. Nah, don't worry about that. He is my he is my good friend, Patrick Stewart. But I just I can't. That few days of future past, he he phoned that one in, but definitely he was barely sure. in that one, and he was barely in the X three too because he gets vaporized oh, early God. on. Um, Please don't talk about that movie. I know that's a really bad one. I like Kelsey Grammer though; he was good in that movie. Um, do we want to make Kelsey Grammer? <laughs> no, no. Okay. <laughs> so, you know who I like? I do like that kid Nicholas Holt, Holt as who Beast? plays the new he, Beast. He's, he's good. He does kick. He is good. Kick butt job. I think Jennifer Lawrence is good as Mystique. I'm not not that I, I I'm not taking away from her performance, but I'm not I'm not irritated that she's in those movies. She definitely holds her own in those movies so with make, McAvoy. Why don't we make the third one Mystique then? Because we both like Rebecca Romaine and yeah. you can tolerate Jennifer Lawrence. Well, it's I not like that I can tolerate. I, I just I think that she doesn't add anything that Rebecca Romaine didn't bring to the character. Okay, so she met. I think she takes away. I think she takes away from Rebecca Romaine's performance from the character for me. I don't think she's as strong. Okay, she seems vulnerable like over and over again in all these movies. I know she's younger, and I don't know. I don't know what timeline. Um, the timeline is so screwy at this point because it's the '80s. But, the new ones in the '80s. But any negative feelings you have about her performance doesn't take away from the overall. No mystique quality. No, because okay. the character is still fun to watch, and she does. She does in the scenes that she's primarily in. She holds her own, and you're as riveted as when McAvoy or Fassbender or Holt or um, Evan Peters are on the screen. I haven't seen the new Quicksilver scene, but the the last one was just you know the scene of the movie. It was dynamite. Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna wrap it up here. We got yeah, both ra- of our three favorites. I'll take it. We got the best, and now Nicholas is gonna take it. Apparently. No, no, I'm just saying I'll, I'll, I don't mean I'll take it like as an Oh, you'll term. take the performance. I'll, no, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll think, I'll, I think we, we did a good job. I think it was better this time um, in terms of fleshing out what we were thinking about. Okay. I thought you were meant like 
I'll take it from here. You just relax. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I won't take it from here. Um, and in radio speak. So we'll tune in next time for our favorite Harrison Ford performances. I'm just going to predict it right now. That is our okay. next one. Our three favorite Harrison Ford performances. Uh, a special 45 minute episode. <laughs> so oh, oh boy, tune in for that one. We might even have some outtakes for you, but not this time. Um, all right, out there in podcast land. Is there a podcast land? There is a huge podcast Kids land. are playing it in Korea right now. I don't know. All right, folks. Thanks for tuning in.